I got an absolute burner of a question here. Uh, how many chuggas? Excuse me. How many chuggas do you need to say before you say the choo? Mm, Ryan, what do you two? got? I think you what need two. Of, what, what two. Kind of train chugs two. I don't what know. Kind of train is I, that? I, I, I don't know. Chug a chug a choo choo. Same thing. Oh, you're the worst like type. A, what about you, Aiden? How, how many seasons in a row do you um, need? Like, let's think. Alliteration says chugga, 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 choo choo. So I'd say anywhere from seven to nine, but I think, yeah. I think, I think odd numbers, odd numbers are are foolish for this question. I think well, so that's I think eight is like. Eight's the good amount, but it's like seven or nine is kind of risky. Like you're trying, you're trying to be a trendsetter. You're trying to switch things up if you're going seven or nine. I, yeah, I'm at eight right now. I, I'm, on the I'm, fourth I'm at... chug, you got bored. I know you did. It's a long trip. me, me or Brady. I'm, I'm, it, the, not... the amount of chugs don't doesn't equate to the amount of cars on a train. What? What is wrong yeah, with you? The more chugs, like you need, the more horsepower you need, the more chugs you need. Chugs would chugs would equate to the journey as opposed to the power of the train. Oh, that too. Like as Wait, in like the this? length of the journey. Like, Trains don't go from shot, house to house. If, if Ryan's going out of shot to Burlington, maybe he can have two chugs, but he's not yeah, making it on two chugs. chugs. He's yeah. not making on two chugs from all the debris. You kidding me? You don't know like, that. It goes like five miles per hour between those two stops. It's they don't need. It much. really does. So annoying. They, they, you need a couple chugs and you're there. You the way I see it, it's the, like the, you're playing, you're playing with like a train and like you know, you're like babysitting or you like you know, you have your own kids and okay. you're not, you're not half-assing it with two chugs. You're, you're giving her, you're giving her a good couple eight chugs. And what do you mean half-assing you. it? Just because I do two chugs doesn't mean I don't give it for the choo-choo part. <laughs> if, if that's where all the emphasis goes, you don't. Want can to we hear? Can we hear your best choo-choo right now? Your yeah, best and loudest. No, I got too much. He's not hype. Yeah, I was gonna say that. That that might not be something I'm that I'd be but doing either. If I was in London, still I would. I'll give Ryan this. If 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 I'm if I'm ripping out like a like let's say um you know you're at a football game and the big running back has the ball and he just bulldozes something, you're gonna let out like a chug a chug a choo choo, just like a quick little chant. So it's appropriate in sports and stuff. But, but I would no, go with a choo-choo instead. Yeah, I was about to just, say it would, be, it would just be a quick two pumps with the arm, like you're pulling down the uh. Yeah, pulling down the, the horn and just choo choo like fun, big train fun. right there like you know like that's just like the choo choo because you, you still need the chugga because that's like the you're running and you're building up power no but no because typically are. typically when you make that noise the hit has already happened yeah that's true so you're not documenting well, in the, the case journey of, in the case of chub on the rounds you can say chubba chubba choo choo oh my like, god okay end it there the end it there the we're All done right. fun fact fun oh. fact fun fact Fig, yep. um, Figueroa and CJ Gable had a handshake where they did like a cool handshake and then they both did the chug two times. Nice. Actually, my handshake is the... Have you guys ever seen uh, Mad TV in the Jeopardy one? No. Where they... Uh, oh, shit. What's the... Where you pick the cases? Oh, uh, let's make deal a deal. deal. On it. Yeah, deal or no deal. Oh. Have you seen that skit? No, I haven't. Oh, it's so good. They do a, they do a train chant. It's so funny. <laughs> 
Everybody go watch. I'm actually... I might have. Um, here's the handshake on the screen if you can see it. Um, nah, gonna... nobody can actually see that, Brady. Look, they, they, this is a podcast. No, I'm talking about you guys. Look, they do that and then they go chug chug. <laughs> That's actually kind of cool with the up top, down low, and then the quick yeah, little... They, they did it twice, yeah. Quick little choo-choo. Anyways, Keish. All right, everybody. Welcome back to the Case Pub Podcast. With us today, we got all four of the boys, Ryan, Brady, Aiden, myself, Keyshawn, obviously. Um, we're doing part two of our draft special. Um, although Brady did drop some major hints as to what this episode was going to be about in the last episode. Um, completely different episode than what we thought we were going to do. Um, yeah. we just kind of thought that, uh, the, like going through the, like our own mock drafts is going to be kind of like a tedious episode and kind of, um, but we have some, uh, some different, uh, some different draft topics that we wanted to talk about. Uh, starting with, uh, you know what, Ryan, we'll, we'll throw this one a, over to I'm you. I have a bender. I have a huge heater. Um, All right, what's that? Uh, just a quick thing. I, do you guys think it's going to be more popular draft as opposed to, like, the years past or less popular um, since it's online? I think it's going to be more popular because nobody has anything to do, so everybody's going to be That's listening. exactly my thought process. Exactly my thought processes. Every I'm, I'm watching this thing because I got nothing else to do. That's the thing. Also, like, I think... The biggest thing is that a lot of people have gone from watching it on cable. Like, a lot of people don't have cable anymore. So, a lot of people have gone um, from, like, watching it on cable to online anyways. Uh, but I think I know what you mean, that now it's going to be, like, purely online. Like, but Oh, no, I meant simply because nobody has any sports to watch to, so people are just going to be, like, chomping at the bit just for any sports. Anyway. Oh, okay. Um, my thing is though, I'm actually going to disagree with you guys here. I don't think it's going to be as popular to watch this year for the pure, I think, I think it's going to be less popular than usual because there's no theatrics to it anymore, especially because there was such a massive buildup to what was going to be there. Like players were going to be riding in on the boat with the, like the sprinkler system behind there. Exactly. Like there was going to be a lot of theatrics that you'd want to watch live, but now that's not going to happen anymore. So people are going to be like, well, you know, I can find out like if you have people that are going to be watching the draft, it's like, why do I need to watch it? Everyone's going to be going nuts in a group chat or even better. Like I follow NFL on Instagram. Like, why not just wait for them to drop it? Because we'll probably live stream it on their Instagram anyway. That's the th- yeah. That's the thing. If you're watching it online, then NFL will probably have a picture or a story up like before the pick gets announced on your stream. Yo, I can't wait for all the normies who are just like baseball or basketball fans to get invested in the draft this year and start like <laughs> beefing with people on the draft picks. So, because they have nothing else to do for sports. You know what? I would actually love that. Like, I so and I know we've talked about this previously on, but like, like I'm I'm I consider myself a social justice warrior when it comes to this kind of stuff. Um, cool. no, no, no. When people get upset at other people for being invested in a championship or like when the world cups on like everyone's cheering for their different countries and it's like in middle school that was a big thing but then people would get upset they'd be like you don't even watch soccer like what are you doing it's like why like why are people getting mad at that yeah some some people Uh, people hate when when people like join their fan base and they've been a fan for like 20 years already okay i mean join the bandwagon when we got good Sure, it sh- it but like matter, that's the thing. Like it really shouldn't. Like fan- all fans are 
fans like um like as long as you're like respectful because like we saw that a ton last year with the toronto raptors you had a lot of people pissed yeah. off that there was a lot of people in the gta cheering for the raptors when they're on their huge playoff run i'm like i don't care they're from toronto or the gta so it's their home crowd it's not bandwagoning if it's your hometown first of all and well, like, that's the point of being popular to gain more fans like that's the point of yeah. sports in, in general so i i would welcome all the fans possible you know everyone, everyone's doing the same thing i don't care if they don't because people will be like oh well name this player and they'll show them someone from like 2006 i'm like i don't even know that why are you trying to test this poor you know 16 year old girl because you know she she thinks basketball is cool and the raptors are doing great and everything like it, why is she it, poor? it, it shouldn't matter <laughs> shut off it's good. i'll i'll put three million dollars Poor 16 year old girl she's not, not financially i'll put three million dollars that i do not own on like the statistic that over 30 percent of the group that was at the Raptors parade didn't actually watch like the Raptors during the regular season. hundred percent. But like I'm not gonna no, they were there I'm, to I'm, not, cool. I'm not gonna scream at them and get upset and let that take me out of the moment. Like it's just No, of course. Yeah, like show up for your hometown. I don't care who you are or what sports background you have. I don't care if you watch a single game. Um, you know. Especially for home team. It's it's a bit worse if it's like like you had nothing to do with football and you just jump on the Patriots or something like that or the Warriors um, that's a bit worse but yep, whatever alright so I think uh, Keish is gonna head us into this first section we got going here yeah so uh, what we're gonna do I think the first thing that we gotta do everyone loves our uh, our spitting hot takes and they're always completely accurate and we haven't gotten one of these wrong yet. so uh, Ryan, actually, we're gonna—I'm gonna save you for last, just because I feel like there's a sick transition that we could slide right into um, after your hot take. So, Brady, go to you first. What is your hot take for the 2020 NFL draft? You don't hot want me takes. to go first because you don't like my voice. Just say it. I love your voice, Ryan. Nothing, nothing makes me happy. Does Aiden have? Does Aiden have a a hot pick? Don't don't talk to me like that. Um, but I—I I mean, I do. Yeah. Mine's like... I don't have one, I'm just saying. Oh, okay. Brady. Um, <laughs> okay, so then, yeah, I will I will definitely go first. Um, I think Cleveland is going to trade down. Denver is going to trade up. Uh, like, they're going to swap picks and probably some players in there as well. Um, but I think uh, Denver is going to try to trade up to take C.D. Lamb with the number 10 pick in the draft. Um, the reason I think they're going to take advantage of Cleveland is because I think Cleveland's going to try to take an offensive lineman, specifically Andrew Thomas, but that doesn't really matter right now. Um, and I think that they're going to be able to trade down to take him um, and potentially get something back. They need a few more pieces to really throw in there, um, whereas Denver, I feel like, is in a place where they'll give up a lot to get some. How far down is that trading down? They're only trade. Uh, it's five picks. Oh yeah, from be the fine. Yeah. it would be from the tenth pick to the sixteenth or fifteenth pick. So yeah, five picks. That's the prime trade down area because usually the guy you're going is still going to be available. Yeah, I'd. Uh... Yeah, that's my hot take. Yeah, that's a Aiden. That's that's one I could really see happening. Um, for me, if I'm clear. Uh, I still think that Cleveland is a good team. They're a few pieces away from being like an actual, like actual good team. Not saying they're going to win the Super Bowl, break, but uh, <laughs> uh, I think like here. if I, if I'm Cleveland, I would want to be one of those teams that trades up actually and tries to get like a, a like a lockdown a skill position, like maybe trade up and try and get like a, 
um, you know, like a, a, a linebacker or somebody skills. on defense. They need the O line. Uh, their offensive line isn't bad though, man. Like, like it, 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 they could definitely use some offensive line, but um, it, it, it again, like, if you go that route, it does. Aiden's trade does make sense. So, I, I like, can see yeah, it. I could definitely see it. Way I see it, they're definitely gonna try to take a trade a, or pick a tackle. Sorry, just had a little seizure. Um, they're definitely right. gonna try to take an offensive tackle because Kendall Lamb ain't stopping no one. So. Is that who they're they're rocking with right now? That is their number one tackle. They've got Jack Conklin on the other side, which is, which was a really big pickup for them. But um, yeah, did they not trade someone to get a tackle and back? Like back? Didn't they they trade Sure, correct or Zeitler? Like last offseason, they traded Zeitler, I think, and he yes to the Giants. No, they just traded a linebacker for one, didn't they? I think. I don't. I don't remember that trade, Ryan. Um, maybe if we scroll up into Brady's uh notes about all the trades, Since we Brady's can see it. not doing anything special. Could he? Uh, could he figure that out? What's the question? Um, who did the who did the Browns <laughs> trade for an offensive lineman this offseason? Um, but I know that at all. <laughs> the Browns, well, you're not doing anything useful, so search it up. What does that even mean? Ooh. Well, um, the Browns did sign know. Austin Hooper this offseason, so that's uh that is a uh, big signing right there. So I mean they lost they offensive tackle, help Baker out. They lost Joe Schobert. Um the linebacker, true. yeah. They yep. they signed Jack Conklin as well. Um, yep. I thought they traded for a tackle or a guard or something. No. They lost. I think they lost more than they gained when it comes to the um, um, when it comes to the offensive line. They also got Carl Joseph. Forgot about that. They did. They did because the Raiders hate him for some reason. Even yeah. though I thought he was all right. But uh, let's let's move on. Brady doesn't have a hot take, so I'll go with mine. I think mine. It's it's a hot take, but it's it's very boring as far as hot takes go. Um, I think there's going to be seven offensive tackles taken in the first round. Um, wow. There's a lot of teams that are like offensive line heavy needing a lot of young quarterbacks out there that need protection. I think like a team like Kansas city could take one at the very end, put, take at like, you know, get the seventh. One. I think like, you know, you have the top five of, uh, Jedrick Willis, Tristan Wirfs, Mackie Becton or Mackay Becton still don't know how to say that name. Andrew Jim Thomas Willis, out of too. Georgia. What's that? Did Willis too, so he made a lot of mistakes. Wills, Jedrick Wills, um, and Josh Jones out of out of Houston. Those are like the top five guys. But then you also have uh, Isaiah Wilson out of Georgia and Austin Jackson, the tackle from USC. So I think all seven of those guys, um, like the first five, are definitely going to be taken in the first round. But I think we can bump that up to um, make things harder for the Aaron Donalds and Khalil Max and Miles Garrett to the. That is a pretty hot take. I'll give you that. Would you stretch yeah. it as far as yes. in general? Huh? Sorry, I didn't. I didn't hear that, Ryan. That was crazy. Good, good me. Um, Ryan is out of commission. I can go with yep. my hot take. Yeah, go ahead, Brady. Um, Tua falls out of the first round, wow. and Miami decides to just go with the safe with um. Justin Herbert, and then the Chargers trade down and pick up. Um, since they don't, both teams are like, nah, fuck that, no, no Tua, and then um, Chargers get 
get Jordan Love. Some other team can move up and get um, like Okuda or Will um, Isaiah Simmons or a really good tackle that early. But yeah, Chargers go down, get Jordan Love, and then they try to figure things out with Love and um, Tyrod. And then Miami rolls with Justin. And Tua just falls and teams don't have faith with faith in him that is a that is a spitting hot take like that's that was probably that's a good one the most in-depth slash hottest take i've ever heard sorry no it was no, what the hell don't apologize no it was good like it was, <laughs> yeah, it, was... <laughs> it was just like yeah it was a hot take but i mean for not having one five minutes ago you certainly put that one together pretty well yeah i, I just put it together um Can you but um Discord basically, just yeah, I know Ryan got booted. Um, basically, two are falling out of the first round because Tua, wow. we, we know we know that some teams have him like do not draft him in the first two rounds if he's there like, later wow, then really? pick him up. But some teams are like, yep, he's the best person, take him over Burrow. So, but it just depends what the QB needy teams um, see in him. So, I the said Packers, that, the Packers wouldn't let him get drop past in the first round. No way. Again, man, I like. I want to reiterate. Schefter tweeted out the, or was it Rappo? One of them tweeted out that nobody knows what's happening in this draft right now. Like apparently the yeah. media is completely wrong. Um, yeah, it doesn't matter. Everybody's always wrong about who drafts who. The media might be yeah. wrong, but you know we've got our sources here at Case and Pond. The we know... Packers beat writer have like I've been like listening to their stuff and they haven't been right in like fucking seven eight years on who they draft in the first round Doesn't we know matter. everything that's yeah. going on here at case and pong we've all we've got all the inside scoops so if you want to know anything about the draft uh just shoot us a dm <laughs> yeah we yeah we'll send you those super bowl tickets for signing up for our patreon as well exactly also like we we don't know what teams have in store with trading players that aren't even on the block so like the packers could be like just about ready to move on from freaking Aaron Rodgers, and they get a quarterback. We we don't know anything what teams are doing. So Ryan's about yeah, to I would not be surprised if Tua falls that they pick him up at thirty, but I don't think he'll fall that far. I don't, yeah. All right, Ryan, we'll uh, we'll send it over to you here, not only for your hot take, but also for the transition. So, what do you got for your? Hot take? Um, well, to serve the transition and for my hot take, I think that Clyde edwards Alaire will be the first running back taken, and he'll be taken in the first round. What um, Do you have a, been, a team that you think he's going to go? Any any running back needy team. Uh, that's there's, a spit there's honestly, right there. This, this is a weak like, running back class, but uh, uh, there's honestly not a ton of teams that are like, running back needy at the point like wide receiver and tackler seem to be the most needs but um i think that he's got uh, the best receiving ability out of the backs um and his jump cuts ridiculous like if you look at his tape like he's he's i think he's the most skilled running back um and i think scouts are coming around too because i just saw on twitter that there there's a scout that just looked at his tape and he said that yeah i didn't notice until now but like he's the best running back in the class and so, his projection's uh, gone up immensely. So who knows? What's his? Uh, what was his forty time? I don't remember. He's not. I don't believe he's the 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 quickest back in the draft because I think Swift is. But uh, he his like he's his elusiveness is like one hundred if he was on Madden. Like he's ridiculous, and his receiving ability. Like I think he had a ton of receiving yards. So yeah, so receiving, he ran receiving backs are very the most valuable in drafts. 
He well, ran I mean, a four the six. Biggest one was just paid the highest in NFL history. So, yeah, he ran a four six. Uh, Lance Zerline has him at a round two projection. Um, yeah, he's not the quickest back. So if that's what they're looking for, then he won't go. But I don't think that that's what people value the most now, especially with McCaffrey getting, like I said, getting paid the most in NFL history, and he had more receiving yards than bag. Than ninety percent of the wide receivers in the NFL. So, yep, that's um. That's a good one. Like, I mean, again, I think uh, out of all of ours, Brady has the hottest one. But I like, I mean, it's something that if you look at like the media, it's not something that's like completely out of the question. So I think those are some some good takes there from the boys. Uh, Ryan, do you want to uh, get into our our next debate topic though? Spinning off of your hot take. Yeah. Uh, so, like I mentioned, uh, I think that Clyde Edwards-Alaire will be the first running back taken in the NFL draft this year. Um, but I just want to know what you guys think, or who, like, what you think of that, and who would you put ahead of him? Who do you want to send it over to first? Uh, Brady. Personally, I hope you're dead wrong, and he falls <laughs> the second round, so Tampa Bay can get him. <laughs> <laughs> Personally, I hope you're dead wrong. That was aggressive. You don't, you don't think Tampa Bay would take him in the first round? No way. At fourteen, really? No, oh, that's how high they are? Do they have more than one pick? No, they only have one. No. Well, would they but trade we up to get them then? Because they're the only team no. that I can think of right now that needs a running back badly. Well, well, like, Ronald Jones isn't worse in the league. Like, he's still good. And if you just take a couple more carries from, uh, was it Peyton Barber? And Peyton Barber. He's, he's, you know, he's a thousand-yard rusher and, um, you know, a, a good receiver, too. But I like, like I said earlier before when we were talking, the Patriots really need. I mean, not the Patriots. The Bucks need that. Like Tom Brady needs his James White. Like he needs his checkdown, um, speedy receiver who can also you know run the odd um, wheel route. So, getting a great receiving back like this guy would be great. I don't, but like, that's not the top priority. The top priority is operation protect Tom Brady. He's only here for two years, and you have to you have to put the best team together for him. And running back is not the number one priority. No, I think, but you could him. argue that it's number two priority since, like, Tom is, like, famous. Well, I guess not famous for throwing the backs, but he probably throws to the backs the most in the league. Would you say Tom Brady likes to throw it back? <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, he likes to throw it back. Oh, <laughs> come on. Silly guy. Um, what about you, uh, oh fine. me, um, me. Uh, I'm still Boss a massive Jonathan Taylor guy. I I think his tape is disgusting. I think that guy is a complete package at running. Uh, his hands are a little bit of like the weaker part of his game, which you know, like you guys mentioned, is such a big component to being a running back in the NFL now. But I think his talent's kind of too hard to ignore. I think he goes. And what, I think what do you think makes? First. What, what do you think make him makes him like elite as a prospect? I feel like this is going to sound so cliche, but he has such a good blend of power and speed. Like, I've, I've watched that guy just shove some guy three feet under the turf and then sprint out, like, out sprint corners to the end zone. Um, Like, his first six weeks or something this college season, he had four touchdowns a game or something like that. I feel like that's, I might just be pulling that out of my ass, but he was disgusting what? this year. Did he um, really? No. I, it was something like that. Let me, let me he, pull up his... Uh... I know that Chubba Hubbard, the Canadian, was like neck and neck with him for a while and he was i think hubbard was in the lead for like touchdowns and uh yards but i can't remember 
Yeah, uh, Chuba Hubbard but, had a friggin' crazy year. But I will say that, uh, uh, Jack, or what's his name? Was jo- the Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, Taylor was the, uh, was he, he was basically the entire Wisconsin offense. They didn't have anything else. All of it. Yeah. Um, just really quick, I got his game log up here. No, so I was, I was, I was dead. Um, yeah. the four touchdowns thing is not, not real. He had four touchdowns combined, rushing and receiving in his first two games. And then oh, after okay. that, he, like, Oh, you still there? Uh, yeah, no, I just had an absolute stroke. They, they, there was a video playing on like the browser that I opened, like the like ESPN <laughs> had like some highlights, and I was just like, "Who's playing that?" And it's just, anyways, Dude, I um, you cut out. Oh, uh, no, I think I just stopped talking. Like I, like I actually just stopped talking. But uh, uh-huh. he had like his first, so his first game of the year, sixteen carries, uh, one hundred and thirty-five yards. Then he went. Against number eleven Michigan, twenty three carries, two hundred and three yards, two touchdowns. Uh, against Kent State, Michigan twice that year. This year, what's that? Did he not beat Michigan twice, basically by himself? I think they played twice. Uh, they only played Michigan once, but he played Michigan State and trucked over oh, Michigan okay. State as well. Gotcha. Um, yeah, like I mean, like I'm like like I said, that video came up, and like I'm just seeing him run past safeties and tackles and linebackers and. Ah oh, man, I I just think I think he's gonna be very incredible in the league. What about you, Aiden? Let's throw it over to you. Uh, I won't spend too much time on it, but like I I completely agree with Keish. Like Jonathan Taylor is an absolute animal. The guy is a beast. Like to be two hundred thirty pounds, five ten, and still run a four three nine at the combine. Like I think hey, he's gonna be pretty good. Clyde edwards alaire ran four four. That's not too far behind. Yeah, but four, he's six. Oh, he for fucking all right. Well, <laughs> yeah. he's got better hands. I mean, he does, like, he does have better hands, but he's not the slowest guy in the world. Like, he can still run blazing no. fast. No, of course, and I'm I'm not taking anything away from like Edwards Hilaire, but like I'm just saying, like I think that uh, when you get a guy like Jonathan Taylor, that can kind of like I mean, it's hard to compare anyone to Derrick Henry because like Derrick Henry is friggin' Derrick Henry. <laughs> Like, the guy's the enormous. The yeah, yeah, well. Um, Aiden, you know what you've never mentioned is, like, when you look at uh, Derrick Henry play, what do you think? Okay, <laughs> I <laughs> I think we have talked about this, but every time I see the guy, every friggin' time I see the guy, I think to myself, like, that's just a big man on the field. That is mention number nine of that on the podcast. So that's, no, uh, I think that's a that's a long running joke in our group. Yeah, that's the that's the only reason I'm saying that. Like, yeah. you have to realize, like now at this point, like every time I say it, like the first three times I think it was like natural, but like now it's like to go along with the big like. It, oh, of course, it is a joke, but and like I love it because it's true. Like, it's it's hard yeah. not to marvel at the guy that can run faster than most people on the field but is bigger than an entire offensive line so yeah um but yeah sorry uh derrick henry hours over um but no i mean like it when you have a guy that like can run that well like use his body that quickly and like that's the thing though he's not he's not it's not like he's only a uh um Sorry, I just blanked. It's not like he's an up-and-down runner, right? Like, he can change direction pretty well. Um, he just needs to clean up his fumbling issues. But, I mean, realistically, I think that he can be the best running back in the draft, and I think he will go first. Uh, real quickly, 
Um, you asked who uh, the Edwards Lair might go to, like that would pick him. Um, someone like in the in the range, like there's a couple teams like that are really high up that need a running back. But I'm gonna talk about the range. Uh, Atlanta Falcons. Um, did did they just pick up Gurley? I can't remember. Yeah. Well, even if they picked up Gurley, I don't think like some people are questioning his ability to be a workhorse running back anymore. Uh, nonetheless, they could use him. Uh, the Miami Dolphins definitely could. Um, just thinking, Jacksonville Jaguars have been linked to trading Leonard Fournette, and who better to pick him up than his uh, successor at LSU? Um, what about um, – what? Uh, did you say the Jets yet? I feel like the Jets could use a running back as well. Yeah, they're – Oh, no, never mind, are... never mind. I lied. They have Le'Veon Bell. They have, they have So – the the thing that we got to yeah, remember though like with even if a team has an amazing first running back like two or even three running back systems in the NFL are becoming dominant mm-hmm. like very true it it's been done before obviously but that season like two seasons ago when Mark Ingram and Alvin Kamara split carries oh my god dude like yeah it was pretty well, you look at Aaron Jones and Jamal Williams okay no Stop it! No, 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 no! Tell me I'm wrong. No, Overrated. we're just, we're just not. We're <laughs> um, another good ending Hacker up place hour. for uh, Clyde Edwards-Alaire would be uh, the Philadelphia Eagles. We make a good tandem with uh, Miles Sanders, who started to come on at the end of last year. Yep. Um, yeah. Don't even to, that. even to to the Dolphins at 26, that'd be the third pick. So. Mm-hmm. That's what I can see. Like, I feel like that the third first round pick is kind of like a luxury for Miami. Like, you go quarterback, you go offensive line, and then you can really beef up the offense and take a running back here and really solidify your, you know, your backfield yeah. and your offense. I'm thinking either wide receiver or running back there. Mm-hmm. I like that. I, I like that. All right. I think he's going uh, to, he's you going know, to Bucks. He's going to Bucks. Every <laughs> Brady's got his fingers crossed. Second round. Everybody hates running backs, so we'll go on to the uh, the next topic here. Uh, there is a, a clear bonafide number one quarterback in this draft. Everyone knows Joe Burrow is going number one overall. Everyone knows he's the best quarterback in the that settle. Or is there? Yeah, Jalen Hurts is going to sneak in there. <laughs> no, um, I think Yo, my, dad, uh, my dad thinks Jalen Hurts is going to go in the first round. Okay, That's a hot take well, for you. Is that really? A hot take. <laughs> that is a hot take. Um, Patriots or something. I don't else? even know if that's a hot take. It's kind of more of a stupid one. Oh, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, it could happen. But the number two quarterback spot, it's uh, kind of been debated. Like Brady mentioned, Tua's up. There's a lot of people that don't even consider Tua to be a first-round quarterback. Um, I think that's ridiculous. But there's also another guy out of Oregon, Justin Herbert. Um, so those two are competing for the number two and number three spot. What uh, let's let's go let's go to Aiden first. Aiden, who's your number one guy and or number two guy? I guess in this my situation. number two guy. I freaking yeah. love Justin Herbert. I think the guy is an absolute stud. Um, mm-hmm. like you to have. Out. Pardon? Or did he just cut out for me? Just for you, Aiden. Oh, okay, Aiden. Sorry, Aiden won't ahead. ever cut out because he's recording he's, like his he's own. Recording, so he's recording. Um, oh yeah. <laughs> Uh, Frick, what was I saying? Oh, like, he's he's an athletic guy, but at the same time, like, his throwing power is so underrated. Um, I'm not sure if it was his pro day. Did Oregon have their pro day? Uh, anyone, can anyone confirm did, this? Because he had a no, workout I, where he threw mm-hmm. 60 yards flat-footed. 
and yes, so it was a cheating flat-footed. He raised like his. Um, yeah, he stood up on his big toe. Yeah, but like, yeah, okay. So I mean, technically, it wasn't flat-footed, but he didn't actually move. He didn't take it fully off the ground, so I'm counting it. Mm-hmm. But nonetheless, to throw sixty yards without a run-up, there are some NFL quarterbacks that can't do that. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, quickly, I just want to interject. I just looked at a draft, uh, like a Green Bay draft mock. Yeah, of course um, you did. And, uh, well, it popped up on my timeline, Aiden. It has the Packers. Hey, shut up. You both were. i seen you. Um, uh, it has LaVisca Chenault dropping to, six, to the second round, 62 overall. There's no way he drops that far. Continue. He definitely can't. I think, like, just with some of, the, like, the receiver death, like, some teams might prefer, like, a guy, uh, like, Jalen Rieger over LaVisca Chanel in the first round or yeah. something like that, and he could end up falling. I don't know all that all the way to, to 62, 62, but, like, I it's don't like know a, about a, that. But it, it depends who needs a receiver. Yeah. Everybody. Everybody can use a receiver, except Everyone for can maybe, use like, two. people need maybe a, Maybe Tampa Bay. Line. No, Tampa Bay doesn't need a receiver. Yeah. Anyway, sorry to cut you guys off. Go ahead, Aiden. Oh, yeah, um, Aiden, Aiden, I'm going to jump in here just because I also am a big fan of Justin Herbert. I like Oregon, not my favorite school, but I do Mazzoli. like Oregon. Yeah, Mazzoli was from there. Mariota was from there. If you find another Polynesian quarterback, probably also from Um yes. But he, uh, like Herbert for me, like his pro day or his uh, combine workout really stood out. I think I said that in the last episode. But it really stood out for me and just watching him throw. Like he was just launching missile after missile. Uh, ran the forty pretty quickly. I don't know the exact time off my head, but I think it's I think it's somewhere four seven ish, four eight. Um, six six two, like you know, pretty pretty heavy guy. Got a good build. I think uh, for me, he's my number two quarterback. What about what about you, uh, Ryan? Um, if I'm talking number two quarterback, and I'll even say this, um, if we're talking about the most skilled quarterback in this draft class, it's Tua, and it's not close. Um, if Tua didn't wreck his hip, then we wouldn't even be talking about this. He'd be unanimous either one or two. It's not even close. And uh, I will even say he's probably more naturally skilled, uh, like his arm, than than Joe Burrow. But Joe Burrow's a better overall football player. Um, he's the better. He makes his reads. He goes through his reads better. Um, he's a better. He's more efficient passer. He's technically the most efficient passer in college football history. Um, I believe he beat Colt McCoy this year for most best efficiency, I believe. But yeah, I think Tua's uh, unanimous number two. And if he wasn't hurt, he could be number one. Yes, it depends right. what teams are looking for, too. Tua's a better arm than Burrow, but Burrow's a better overall fo- like quarterback. I think that, um, you know, assuming Miami has that, that fifth pick and um, Chargers don't trade up, I think... Tua is obvious is going to be the obvious second quarterback to go. Um, Miami's in a really good spot to let Tua take a year off and play behind um, let let Fitzpatrick play. It kind of sucks because as long as you have Fitzpatrick as your quarterback, you're not going to lose games. Like you're not going to go in 16. Is what I mean. Or yeah, but look know. what happened. They still got three picks, man. Oh, I know, but like that's that's who trades and stuff. And then because um, they you know they sold Fitzpatrick and I mean uh, Minka, and then. Um, whoever else they did but so like fitzpatrick wants to win and you know he's never gonna tank they they could have easily gotten a much better pick at the end of the season but they had to go and just beat the patriots 
So that's their yearly routine. Fitzpatrick's a competitor, so they're not gonna go out. They're not gonna they're not gonna be last in the league. But um, you know, pick two, I'll give him the year off, and then let's just hope that he's still the very like you know the very skilled quarterback. Can he? He's much better recovering rehab the whole year and he, he'll, hey, he'll, it's he'll, just it's his arm's not the problem yeah his arm's like, not the problem yeah. and there's been lots of quarterbacks that are some of the best in history that are non-mobile quarterbacks so they can fix that tom yeah. brady and peyton manning so yeah but i i um i do love herbert too and that's very very safe pick and he's he's gonna be you know a good solid quarterback so so um daniel jeremiah who's one of the uh I'd say leaders in terms of draft analysts. Uh, he, um, he, his thing is he thinks he he goes with Tua over Herbert. Um, he kind of he so he says I think Tua is a more instinctive, natural player. He's got better instincts and just has a better. Uh, he's got better touch and accuracy than Herbert, and he can wear the ball a little bit better. But he thinks Herbert is bigger, stronger, which is fact. We know that. But yeah. uh, he also thinks Herbert's a better athlete, which is pretty. Uh, Ooh, I just got called a moron by Nick. Shout out. Um, and, uh, yeah, uh, like I saw it, uh, Jeremiah is going with Tua. Just a little little insight right there. And then, um, uh, what was the other thing I was going to say? Oh, um, going, going outside of these two, my issue with Joe Burrow. I have one thing I do not like about Joe Burrow, and that is he is 24 years old. Uh, that means, like, you know, in comparison to Tua and Herbert, I don't actually know Herbert's actual age, uh, but I'm going to assume he's shit. probably... I'm going to assume he's probably around, like, 22. It's just, like, uh, Ryan, that's, like, the one... Th- um, there's, there's nothing wrong with that. Aaron Rodgers sat on the bench for four years or three years. There's nothing wrong with being older. Yeah, Tom Brady sat. He only sat, like... Nothing, because he went in with Bledsoe in it, got injured. It's just a couple right. extra years that you're getting out of Herbert. I guess he's just he's saying. Not necessarily if he sits behind someone. He won't be though. Like it's it's just Tyrod Taylor, so it's not like he's a franchise quarterback or anything. Same with uh, to uh, like he's not going to be sitting behind Fitzpatrick for more than so. But I will, I will agree. That's probably his, his biggest downside. That I wouldn't say that's a problem, but that an arm power, so arm strength. Well, I heard there was this ridiculous scout who said that um, the biggest downside to Joe Burrow's uh, game is his small hands and quotations soft build. Yeah. <laughs> what does that even mean? Small hands, love it. I love that. Like, what does that even? I'm like, what does that have to do with anything? Anyway. Um, I think we'll, we'll, let's, let's move on here, uh, to the final, final one that we got another one, uh, uh, a, a defensive one here instead of an offensive one. Um, we have two very good defensive players. Obviously, again, we have a solid number one in Chase Young. That guy's going to be taking number two overall by Washington. Um, uh, you know, just saying that right now, putting that in stuff. But then we have Isaiah Simmons and Jeff Okuda. Two great defensive players, and the Lions should have the opportunity to take either one. Um, do they go with Simmons? Do they go with Okuda? Or do they, you know, do typical Lions things and take somebody? 
Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Like, let's say, let's say it's between those two. Who do you think that they should take? Brady, go first. Let me just preface it by saying that whoever, if they get Akuda or Simmons, it's a total win. They can't yeah. go wrong. Like every everything I say against Akuda, I'm not even gonna say anything for against Akuda. It's it's mainly just for Simmons. It's nothing about Akuda that's fantastic. I huge, I'm a huge fan of Akuda. Like. And phenomenal. So if they get him, that's that's great. They do need a cornerback, and I think they do have a bigger need at cornerback. But like when there's a player like Isaiah Simmons, who's just so versatile. We talked a lot about him in the last podcast. Um, he can play many many different positions. He, he, like uh, I said last year, I'm not last episode. Strong safety, weak side linebacker, nickel corner. He can be that halfback that I played in, you know, grade twelve of Ancaster High football, where you were um, dominant. He's fast yes. enough to play corner. He does. He's, he does he, run a four three. Think think Jabril Peppers times a million. Like this guy not only can play every position but can excel at every position, right? So this guy's. Yeah, uh, Brady, I couldn't agree more when you said Detroit. If they take one of these, it's a good pick. Um, for yeah. me personally, yeah. I think I think Jeff Okuda makes a little bit more sense. You got to replace a guy like Darius Slay. Really came into his own the last couple of years and has been a stud. So um, you know you, they're the team that signed Desmond Trufant, mm-hmm. correct? Yes. Yeah. So I think you got. I think you need a you need a number two corner. Devin, Desmond Trufant is number two. Oh, Jeff Okuda like comes Xavier in. Rhodes, that was trash. My bad. Yeah, uh, Xavier Rhodes was trash this year. Rhodes were wide, but I think Jeff Okuda comes in. Great pick for great pick for Detroit. Um, what about you? What about you, Ryan? Oh, Simmons. He's a slam slam dunk pick. Yeah. Um, Okuda Okuda is the unanimous uh, number one CB in the draft. But um, the we were talking about earlier, like generational players. Like I'd say that. Uh, uh, Sorry, Simmons has a good chance of being one of those. Like a, an actual game changer. Yeah. Um, Aiden, what about you? And then I got another I got one more question for you after Aiden. So I I love both of these guys. Um, but I am in a state where I am just trying to will my way for them not to take Isaiah Simmons because I hate the Lions. Like I Why? hate, hate, hate the Lions. <laughs> are they in, are they in your division? No, no, they no they're not. Yeah, they, are. they didn't yeah. do anything to me. They did something to Calvin Johnson, though, who's my favorite receiver of all <laughs> yeah. time, and they ruined his career, and I will never forgive them for that. Never. They did him dirty. They did him they, so it, freaking dirty. Yeah, yeah, I bet he could have become, like, number two wide receiver. When you ruin two of the best players in NFL history, you are a broken franchise. And there is nothing... Right up with Yo, actually, I hope they take Okuda so Devonte Adams can shred him. Every I game. personally, if it were up to me, I would like, I would pay them the seven dollars I have in my bank account to not invite or sorry to not um, draft either of these guys. Like, I hope they draft someone that I just don't really care about. Um, sign up for because that like an emergency revenue. If benefit. like the reason I want them to take Okuda over Isaiah Simmons is because. He, like, uh, Darius Slay, like, he did well for himself on the Lions. He still bonafide himself. And I think Okuda can be better, has potential to be better than Slay was. Um, was Slay not an all-pro, though? That's a high ceiling. He was. He was. But, I mean, yeah, he's good. so you're right. 
but I mean, we'll see what happens, right? Like, I I think that they'll, uh, I think that they'll take Okuda. Yeah, but. like Slay was really good, but if you're taking a damn cornerback at three overall, he better he better be, be good. An yeah. all-pro, like the cornerbacks rarely go top ten. I'd say, let alone number. Yeah. Three, that being three, said, so. who was the last cornerback that was picked that became an all-pro within two years? Uh, Lattimore. Um, yeah, I was thinking Lattimore too. Lattimore was top ten, right? I think he was eight. Potentially, he was he was up there, but I'm. I, I you know what? That's what I'm trying to. I'm trying to see that right now. Um, I like I don't know. I don't know what to Google because I'm not going through a million mock dra- or a million drafts right now. No, I just well, uh, should, while he's searching, say. I think that either pick is going to be a win for them. Of course, yeah, you I can't agree. screw it up. You can't. If you pick um, one of those two guys, you're I, a game changer. I'm just worried about them screwing up the players. I don't think they're not screwing up their pick. I'm I'm praying that they just yeah. don't screw up one of their careers because I can very well see that happening for both these guys. Yeah, and and when people think about Matthew Stafford, they think he sucks. But if you actually look at his stats, he's like really really good. It's just he's, that the Detroit Lions. I, I firmly believe Kenny Galladay is an absolute freak, but he would be amazing. Yeah. Like, just send him to the Bears, please. The Bears need some wide receiver help. <laughs> they Yes, they do. They, they need cut... A, they need quarterback help. They need everywhere um, help. They need an offense. Yeah. <laughs> Team help. So, uh, Denzel Ward went at number four. Jalen Ramsey was number five. Okay. Denzel uh, Ward's good. He's Denzel yeah. Ward's really good. Uh, He's underrated. To be all pro, you have to be the top four in the league, right? First Patrick Peterson game. was number five. Yeah, I think so, Ryan. Um, well, PP was so long ago, though. He was like 2011. Yeah, but yeah. we're just naming top five. Picks. Yeah, I'm just naming. I'm naming these guys. Adam Jones went number six. Uh, D'Angelo Hall was number eight. Terrence Newman was number five. Quentin Jammer was also number five. So you don't really see too many of these guys go that early, but. Uh, yeah, Denzel Ward number four and uh, Jalen Ramsey number five are the two that come to come to. And also, Marshawn Lattimore was eleven, so outside of the top ten. Well, so Jalen Ramsey is a certified like shutdown corner. Um, He's clamps, baby. Yeah, he puts he he takes out half the field every time he plays. So it's like yeah, that's pretty good pick. And Denzel Ward remains to be seen because he was taken so like shortly ago, like two years. Mm-hmm. Um, but you better hit on that pick if you're taking a cornerback early. Yeah. Take in the Browns. Could have had Jair Alexander instead would of you, uh, would, Denzel Ward. Would you Ward. say the cornerback is a more valuable position than what Simmons is going to play? Likely line. No. That's um, it, like, are we talking like a number one corner versus like the number one outside linebacker? I'm taking a number one corner. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking too. Like when you take out more... half the field, it makes it like the the rest of like the game plan much more. I don't know, doable. You're getting more bang for your buck with Simmons. I think. I think. I think the biggest like the biggest thing for me thinking as a defensive like if I were thinking as a defensive coordinator, if you can take away the middle lanes, then the corners have to worry about like three corners only have to worry about probably half the field altogether. Those three guys. With Isaiah Simmons in the middle, like with his coverage skills, like Yeah. yeah. I I'd say I'd say he's valuable, man. 
Plus, you, you I'm can just, just I'm talking you, in general, cornerback or, or linebacker. Oh, I thought you meant like between these two. Oh, okay. No, I well, no, so I'm about. I'm biased. I can't even say anything. I'm aggressively biased. So Aiden, like I'm trying to I'm trying to throw my bias out the window because like obviously I was a cornerback as well as was Brady. Brady. Aiden was a linebacker. Ryan was a tight end, defensive end, correct? Yeah. 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 So I um. Oh, Ryan, did you play another position? Am I am I mistaken? I played I played all positions. I played safety, linebacker. They were all useless. Ends. Ryan was a freak of nature, but for me, Aiden, like if if you're talking like a number one inside linebacker versus number one, I want to like I'd 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 probably tend to give that one to the inside linebacker. But if we're talking an outside linebacker versus a cornerback like i'm taking a corner i think the inside linebacker is the most posi- m- most important position on the defense the number one middle backer so that's but, but then my number two is the number one corner he, that's the issue here like when you when you like when you consider that you're right I, if it's between me taking jalen ramsey or khalil mack as much as i love khalil mack like jalen ramsey would probably be the more impactful player but yeah. What we have to remember here is Isaiah Simmons is not going to be used as a pass rusher. When he plays in an outside linebacker role, he's going to be used like Miles Jack is used. Like, Miles Jack so, is not a great pass rusher, but he's but a phenomenal my, coverage backer. Counter. Here's my counter. Yeah. Um, you get better value by replacing, like, say you had the number one middle linebacker in the number one corner sure. in the league. You, you probably get better value from a backup at middle linebacker than you do for a cornerback uh when they when you get a backup because if you put in a really shitty corner the quarterback's just going to torch them again and again and so will the wide receiver but you could probably get better value at middle linebacker in, in a like a rotational player so that's that's kind of my point like the thing with being a cornerback like you're only as good as the other two guys are around you one cornerback cannot shut down the entire field there has not been a cornerback in history that has done it it's not possible if you're a linebacker, you can lock down the middle of the field. Well, Revis shut down an entire entire third of the field, like when when he was when he was like in his prime. But so that's he would the shut thing. Shut down everything. Think, but think about what you just said. He shut down a third of a field. So don't throw so, to him. Right, half, yeah, but think about like, like his, his half of the field was covered. They they ran zone in New York, and what his half of the field was covered. They would weave him on the on Revis Island. They would throw number one receivers at him. I saw a stat where he like Randy Moss and a bunch of other stud receivers, and he like held them all to, like under forty yards again. Like those, Yo, Moss, these are one hundred and fifty yard type players. No, but, Brady, I want to find the season. So, but let's um, okay. So sorry, but you're talking about like the debatable best corner in NFL history. I'm talking about a guy like no, he's not the best corner in NFL. History. Debatable, debatable. Um, generation. I'm talking. If you replace if you replace a cornerback, your your team's not going to have success because the quarterback, like if it's a, any good quarterback, they're just going to target that cornerback over and over and over and over again, and they're just going to keep losing. You can put a like a rotational middle linebacker in and still be able to have somewhat of a success. Like in the okay, plan. hold on, hold on. Listen to this. So, in 2009, while playing man-to-man coverage against these guys, so he played Andre Johnson, Randy Moss, Marcus Colston, Ted Ginn. Terrell Owen, uh, Randy Moss again, Steve Smith, T.O. again, uh, Roddy White, Reggie Wayne. Oh, no. Yeah, Re- and Reggie Wayne. Um, he held them to all, all of them to under 50 yards. Mm-hmm. He had two games where people got above 50 yards above him, and it was against Ted Ginn and Lewis Murphy. 
So you're you're correct. Like he's an amazing corner, and I am not trying to take anything away from Darrell Rivas or any of these other amazing corners. But what I'm trying to say is that if one guy is shutting down your best receiver, run the ball, throw it somewhere else. Like yeah, but like, there's a lot of ways to combat you, that. If you if your if your team gets up and you need to pass the ball. Like, you could say the same thing. You can say the exact opposite. So hold on. So if your team gets up and you need to pass the ball, and let's say you're Arizona and you're relying on uh, you're relying on DeAndre, Hopkins, if you can shut down DeAndre Hopkins, not an easy task. But like we said, Darrell Rivas could do it. So if if there if there is a way to shut down DeAndre Hopkins, that 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 game's won. But then on the flip side, if you need to stop the run at the end of the game and you don't have that inside linebacker, you're kind of screwed, right? But- then that game's the game's lost. Card- Cardinals still got. Fitz and Kirk to throw. Christian, but any middle Christian linebacker Kirk, in the dude. league can stop, can like can tackle a running back. Like not any any player in the league can stop a number one wide receiver, like cornerback. That's what I'm saying. This is actually this is actually a really interesting debate. Like the, like the weighting of the importance of positions. Like so, Ryan. I'll, like I'll, I'll ask this question. I should. I think uh, we should probably wrap this one up here. I'll, I'll I'll we'll leave it at this. Let's say you have the number one linebacker and the number one corner. Uh, so inside linebacker, number one inside linebacker, number one cornerback. They both retire right before the draft. You have the first pick in the draft. Do you take an inside linebacker or do you take a corner? Which one of those do you replace? Mm, how good's my quarterback? Uh, you're taking either a cornerback or a mi- middle linebacker. <laughs> there's, not many, there's not many middle linebackers or cornerbacks. But wait, who's my offensive coordinator? Is this going to like... <laughs> who's my water boy? How All much right, cap space do I have? Make the picky. <laughs> Aiden, you're on the clock. Let's go. Brady, can we get the sound? I'm taking, like, all biases aside, I'm taking the inside linebacker. Of course. Okay. Of course. Ryan, what about you? Captain of the defense. Oh, that's tough. I don't know. Because it depends. What's the relative strength in the, in the draft? Oh, my God. Yo, shut up. <laughs> just just make a pick. Don't think. Just do Ryan's it. Take, Ryan's taking Clyde Edwards Alaire with the first pick and calling in the night. <laughs> Dumbass. Ryan's gonna uh, ask really LSU good. if he could package Christian Fulton and Patrick Queen into the same pick. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I have if I have an average uh, middle linebacker, I'm taking the cornerback every time. Yeah, I'm taking the cornerback as well. I think, but like that, you know, then I think trying about to how valuable Luke Keekley was. Like, it's so hard. Yeah, but then he, like I'm also trying to think about how valuable Luke Keekley was and how everyone realized he was the number one linebacker in the game. Until, but Carolina's defense still got shredded year in, year out because we didn't have a single DB. Fair enough. I'm right, taking the like, cornerback. I'm, I'm, t- I'm taking the cornerback. Like Jacksonville um, Jaguars still got shredded with Jalen Ramsey. Like it's not even. No, yeah, no, but they, they also had Miles they, Jack and they got shredded. Well, when they had, but they had a nasty defense, man. They had Bumier, they had uh, Ram- Ramsey, they had Miles Jack, they had Quiet Campbell, they had uh, like the whole sucks. defensive line there was sacks. That team was nasty, and then Tom Brady comes in and ends the franchise. Tom Brady does that to everybody but the fucking Giants. And the Titans, and the Ravens. I'm just oh, no. saying just... that I'm just saying that linebackers run the defense. All, everything goes through them. And also, to to um to rebut something that Aiden said with a Miles Jack comparison and Isaiah Simmons... With um, he's not gonna be pass rushing. Isaiah Simmons did have more sacks than Caleb on Chase. On no, so like, so sorry, just just for the well, for the to record, Chase on didn't play for a lot, a couple of games. I will say that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he left the team and came back. Well, I'm saying like Simmons still had eight sacks. So like, you can 
that's an even better thing and i know what you're about to say is yeah like so just like disclaimer for the record i absolutely love the guy like i think he's the most dynamic player in this draft and like if anything that just makes me like him more but what i'm trying to say is like where he is most useful is in like an off the ball linebacking position because of the way that he plays the pass and attacks the run like he he's a crazy player in that sense he's got an aggressiveness that i don't think anyone else in like any other linebackers in this draft carry but like i see what you're saying and like in that sense he is dynamic like yeah i was just i was just adding to his value that you can send him screaming on a on a blitz he'll get to the quarterback in 0.2 seconds yeah it it adds that like maybe you want to maybe the team's the um like the offense might keep uh keep keep the running back to block. But that's the other, like that's the other good. thing, man. Like his delayed blitzes are crazy. Like having him like blitz from all sacks, that's crazy. I think this guy's gonna be this guy's gonna be a stud. Tackles. I Six like I'm fumbles too. Like he is in there. Like um, what's his face? Tyron Matthew. Jamal this is this is gonna be one hell of a draft class, and I cannot wait to see what happens with guys like Simmons and Chase Young and Joe Burrow and Herbert. And what are we? At? I am Five. really excited for. For tonight's draft, because this is going to come out <laughs> um, it, it's, it's, it's It made me more interested. Next year, though. Yep. It made me more interested now that they're yeah. saying that nobody knows what's going on, because now I want to mm-hmm. watch more. Well, so I think um, we'll, we'll wrap it up here. Uh, the boys are going to be doing a Zoom call on uh, on draft night, but I'm also going to go live on Instagram, so you guys can tune right. in Casey tonight. On Yeah, we can go, we can go Case and Punt live, right? Yeah, don't yep. your... Well, with all twelve of our followers, um, we have like sixty. Yeah, we have we have a few. We have a few, and then like we can hop in like with our with our personal ones or whatever it is, and try and get more people in there. But definitely go join us tonight. Um, yeah. You know, yeah, and all. Uh, nobody ever wants to say they're at, so you can follow all the boys down down below. Links are in the description. Follow all the boys at Case and Punt on Instagram and um, at Brady Barrow twelve at, at uh, Brady Barrow twelve. Yeah, that's not a single one of my usernames. That's your email. At Brady Barrow and, uh, at uh, Patriots Live. That's Bucks that, Live. That's his. That's his work email, Ryan. Um, got my buck. Got my buck shirt on. My red. Um, Bucks be Walden. Came in. But yeah, all right, everybody. Thanks for listening, Brady. You want to hit us with the sign off? Do you want to throw it over to somebody? I was gonna do one more plug. Um, head over to the Mental Corner um youtube and twitter's my buddy harry i was on it Yo, does he plug us he's got more followers than we do he has some crazy guests he just got javel mcgee's sister to come on wow. so that's gonna be crazy Yo, can he plug us then why are we plugging him yeah why the hell why the hell are we plugging him <laughs> all right everyone calm will, down i will but we have to we this have is to not a free it. sponsorship no we like he's no no definitely uh all, all jokes aside definitely go oh, go ahead we need some he yes he is much more popular than us and he has crazy guests more well like ours are cool too but people care about mental health more than football as they should that's not a bad thing i'm just saying yeah um but yeah definitely definitely go check him out like i said uh i think i said this a couple episodes ago but brady's brady's episode on youtube i was saw it was like 50 minutes or something like that i was gonna like watch and uh just kind of like see where it went from there but i wished it was longer couldn't hey, could he have could he have us on like the case and punt podcast on do you think that'd be doable whatever you want to do he would yeah that. We'll, get, we'll get a zoom call with him i'd love to be on there um we'll, we'll have him on yeah. soon by call so we'll do that soon. okay 
yeah, we'll definitely right. uh, we'll have we can him on, but yeah, definitely go check out the mental. C T E. Brady, should we leave his link in the description? Do you want to? Antonio Brown. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What uh, he we'll, says we'll, is uh, you can go check out the mental corner and whatever we say. Yeah, I'll get him to plug us. No, no, no problem. Easy. Okay. All right. All right. Brady, you throwing it over? Or... Yep. Take care. No, that's my job. It's the only thing I do. I all right. talk it all. Um. Well, listen to his podcast. Well, is it a podcast? I don't know. YouTube. It's yeah, videos. Well, okay. listen to YouTube. Um, um. Oh wait, I got one more. I got one more. Um. Go check out. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I need to need to make sure I get this address right here. Giving someone's address? Yeah, I'm giving up Aiden's address. So uh, no. Um, a, a a former guest of our podcast, Nick McManus. He started a blog and a sports blog. As uh, uh, it's called Life to Sport. It's a WordPress blog. Uh, that link will also be down in our description. Uh, so definitely go take a look at that. He's posted twice so far, and he's got, uh, or as of right now, the Thursday before the draft that we're Saturday before the draft that we're recording this. Um, so definitely go check out his blog. All right, Brady. Yes. Now it's time. Very, very, very good writing. Looking forward to more posts from him. Um, yes. Have a fun draft night, everybody. We'll be doing a recap episode after, so you look out for that too. Let us know your thoughts on that draft. We'd love to hear your uh, your opinion on that. So, and if anybody ever said, wants to come on our podcast, you can. Yep. We're taking. Let us offers. know. And I'm being serious. Fifty dollars per spot. So, let us know. And with May that, your punts uh, be high and down and down inside the ten. Nice. Go Bucks.